lovely to see you all this morning. This month, the Soul Matters worship theme is celebrating blessings. When you hear the word blessing, what immediately comes to mind for you? How about when I say, you are a blessing to the world? How do you feel about that statement? Do you believe it? You are a blessing to the world. It is true. As I pondered this topic for the month, it seemed important to me to remind you of that truth, that you are a blessing to the world and that is something to celebrate. To remind you at a time where you may be feeling like I do, worn down, worried, weary, from witnessing the brutality in so many spaces, the brutality of a relentless virus, of illnesses, natural disasters, war, corporate greed, the brutality of people. People behaving brutally toward other people. That may be the thing that has exhausted and challenged me the most. It challenges me to remember the inherent worth and dignity of every person, our first principle. Even as random violence occurs across the nation, as the organized violence of war occurs, even as children are murdered, we affirm that every person has inherent worth and dignity. Not some people, all people. When I asked you what comes to mind when I say the word blessing, you may have noticed, as I did, that the word blessing brings up all kinds of thoughts and feelings, sometimes contradictory. Blessing is a flexible and a powerful word, both a noun and a verb, depending on how it's used. For example, I am blessed, I blessed them, or that thing is a blessing. Commonly, blessing refers to asking for and or receiving God's care and protection. Now obviously, this is a problematic definition for some in its use of the word God, and for others who, who believe that God does not favor some over others. The use of blessing as asking for God's favor may also be used in unhelpful ways, such as the syrupy sweet and superficial exclamations we hear, or it may even be used in harmful ways by proclaiming that one should count your blessings, or it could be so much worse, which discounts the very real, legitimate feelings of pain, anger, and hurt. Other definitions of blessing rely less on the request for an intervention of a god Simply, a blessing is something that is beneficial, 
A blessing is something that I am grateful for, such as you all are a blessing to me. Then a more active definition, a blessing is something that promotes well-being, an offering of support or the sanctioning of something. When you thought about the word blessing, did the first principle come to mind? We Unitarian Universalist congregations affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person. Using slightly different language, isn't that really saying that every person is a blessing? Have you ever been present to a birth of an animal or a human? Have you held a newborn in your hands? I was present to the birth of two of my sister's children. One of those births was the most amazing thing I have ever witnessed. The other was the most frightening thing I've ever witnessed. In holding each of those babies, I was overcome with awe, wonder, and joy. As I held my husband's newborn grandchild, I was filled with love and hope and whispered in her ear, you are loved beyond measure. It, I felt immeasurably blessed that I got to be a part of these children's lives. They truly are a blessing to me, and I unbiasedly, of course, believe that they are a blessing to the world. Have you felt similarly? Perhaps that blessing becomes harder to recall as the child grows and screams at you, you've ruined my life. <laughs> or the puppy you were so grateful for has eaten the sofa. Their blessedness hasn't changed though, they are still a blessing. You are a blessing simply because you exist. There's nothing you need to do to become or to change for it to be true. You don't receive it from someone else it already is. Your very existence in and of itself is a blessing. You are a blessing to the world. Tragically, too many do not know or believe this truth, that they are a blessing to the world. Yet every single person started out as that newborn, born with inherent worth. You started out as that newborn, born with inherent worth. Over time, that simple truth is often forgotten. People fail to see that they are beneficial to the world, maybe for brief periods or for long stretches of time. Some people even come to believe the opposite, that their lives do not have worth, that they are not worthy, that they are a burden. Going down that path leads to destructive behavior, particularly toward oneself. And so I remind you of your inherent worth, that you are a blessing simply because you exist. Whether or not you see the ways that you are beneficial to the world, you are. 
Your existence benefits the world in ways that we can't see and may not be seen for generations. What started out in New York City in 1970 as a response to the Stonewall riots has grown exponentially. Now, Pride isn't only an annual parade, instead it's a month of events that occur not only in New York City, but in cities across the country and even across the world. This truly is a celebration of blessings, a time to come together to remember, reclaim, and proclaim their inherent worth, to be grounded in the truth that they are a blessing to the world, proclaiming this truth even amidst social and cultural messages denying that truth. Our seventh principle reminds us that we are a part of an interdependent web of existence. We are connected to each other and to the environment in so many intricate, unseen ways. Unfortunately, those connections often become visible when they are absent, when they are broken. We suddenly then see how beneficial something is. Years ago, I read a, a short piece in a Sand County Almanac by Aldo Leopold, which describes the devastation of a mountain range. For years, hunters and others killed wolves wherever they saw them. Since wolves were a natural predator to deer, the idea was that fewer wolves would mean more deer and some subsequently more food for the hunters. And indeed, over time, the wolf population was decimated and the deer population grew, which meant that there was a greater number of deer eating the limited vegetation. The balance was disrupt, dis, disrupted. The once plentiful vegetation was quickly depleted the land became barren and the deer died of starvation. Then a few years ago, I watched a short film that illustrated how this, path, this pattern continued and over time, it actually changed the river bend, beds and the river banks, changing the direction, the path of their flow. It was astounding. A seemingly small, insignificant change in the environment, the overhunting of wolves, has exponential consequences for the web of all existence. Those pieces illustrate well how deeply connected and interdependent we all are to all living things and to the consequences of severing those connections. The first time I heard the seventh principle so many years ago, it made sense to me on an intuitive level that we are part of an interconnected web of existence. Over the years, like that article, I've gained a deeper appreciation for what this connection means to our very survival. Your existence is critical to the world. 
probably in very surprising and unaccounted for ways. Do you know that trees communicate and share resources with each other? Recently I learned a little bit about what are called mother trees and that the trees in the communi community communicate through their immense root system. And at the end of a tree's life, it sends resources to the other trees in the community. Now, that's interdependence. As, as someone who hugs and talks to trees, this awareness that trees communicate brings me great joy. I'm drawn to the magnificence, the strength, the mystery of trees. I feel calmer and more peaceful just to be among them. They promote my spiritual well-being just by being there. They also promote the physical well-being of the world. They provide oxygen necessary to life. They pr provide homes for multitudes of animals and are used in the manufacturing of homes for human animals. They provide shelter. They nourish the soil. They provide important ingredients for things like medicines. If we look and listen, they provide important information about the health of our environment. All of these benefits just by the very nature of being a tree. <coughs> Trees are beneficial and promote well-being. They are a blessing just by their existence. They haven't decided to do something to be beneficial, they just are. They're just being trees. Although we know much more now than, than we did, we still don't know all of the benefits of the tree. We don't know all of the ways that trees are showing up for other trees, for us, for the environment. Yet we do know they make a difference. We also don't know all of the ways that being human is beneficial. And we do know that every day that you show up, that you exist, makes a difference to another. That you are here is a blessing. You are a blessing to the world. Unlike the trees, though, we can decide whether to actively be a blessing. We can engage in blessing the world in offering support and promoting well-being. You are a blessing and you can choose to be a blessing to others or not. That's the active part of the seventh principle, respect for the interdependent web of existence of which we are part. Knowing that we are an integral part of this web of existence, we can choose to support it to promote the well-being of others, or we can choose to damage the web, to support the natural balance of life, or to destroy it like the hunters did to the wolves. What drew you to Unitarian Universalism? Some describe finding in Unitarian Universalism a refuge from the rigid rules and dogmatic beliefs of other religions. Others describe Unitarian Universalism as being an oasis. I searched for a long time before finding UU. 
the openness to differing theologies, the support I felt exploring my own understanding of spirit and spirituality, and the seven principles were some of the things that drew me. After my long and tiring search, finally finding a religious home felt like a blessing to me. Perhaps some of you would say that Unitarian Universalism is a blessing. My UU experience is beneficial to me. It's supportive of my faith journey and certainly promotes well-being. Therefore, I choose to try to be a blessing to this faith. It's so easy to tear down, to criticize, to damage connections. I choose to look for places where I can promote health and well-being. It's not easy, and yet I believe it is our calling to affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person, to respect the interdependent web of all existence of which we are a part. I am grateful for you. I'm grateful for Unitarian Universalism. You are a blessing. Amen. <laughs>